Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to our 12th podcast. 12 podcasts, amazing. I started doing this podcast in April of trial, good times and bad times. And for our new listeners, my name is Tia. On this podcast, I will be sharing our famous red velvet cake recipe since it is the holidays and I'll share a few more recipes as well on this uh um yeah I like to tell you that I'm sharing it's my mom's uh famous red velvet cake recipe some years ago we used to my mom and I owned a little bakery here in our town and uh we had a ball doing that bakery um, we only closed up because my mom and dad were going into their 80s and, um, it just became too much work. But our famous red velvet cake recipe was a big, huge hit. Uh, this is kind of a secret sharing this recipe with you guys because my mom is old school. She's 82. My dad is 84. And she's one of those old school sisters. She does not share her recipes. But uh, she's not going to go to podcasting, go to the podcasting world. She'll never know. I'm a bad girl. She knew I would get a spanking. So later on in the episode, you guys stay tuned. I'll be sharing the Red Velvet uh, recipes. We not only share those recipes, we... um share our daily activities and fun each day with with family and friends me mom and dad uh we are sharing the knowledge we have learned about my dad's parkinson's the good and the not so good but it's mostly good as we have learned how to manage this disease with hope and joy uh Right now, my dad is downstairs just walking all around. You wouldn't know that uh, he has Parkinson's. Yesterday was Saturday, and we like to hang out on Saturdays, the three of us. You guys who have been listening to us, you know they love to go to Walmart. Uh, Yesterday, we had a busy week, so they usually go to the the Y, to the gym to work out couple days a week but we did it was busy this week they didn't get to go so yesterday we took my dad to the gym my mom usually goes but she didn't uh, she wasn't feeling it yesterday so he went and I will repeat it and shout it from the rooftop on these episodes for Parkinson's patients the miracle the key through all the studies is exercise 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 So he went in, and the stationary bike is huge for Parkinson's patients. And I've talked on previous episodes about uh, the boxing programs for Parkinson's patients. But for those of you who might not have Parkinson's or don't know about it, exercise is key for our lives, period. But it is truly a miracle for exercise patients. And I repeat it every episode. I will repeat it. Because um, there's been news, on the nightly news, there's been programs of people whose body, with, with Parkinson's, their bodies are strong, 
because of exercise. So I'll keep saying it. Uh, the miracles of how my dad walks like a champ most days. Yeah, there's some days where he's not really feeling it, but the exercise is uh, awesome. So it is Thanksgiving, and my best friend from over 20 years is spending Thanksgiving with us. I call them my Florida crew. Um he comes up every Thanksgiving for the last 12 years since we moved here to Georgia. We're having a ball. He and I, usually he comes with his family, but he came alone, which is fine. And he calls my mom and dad, Granny and Pop Pop, and has for years. We're having a ball laughing, eating, a little drinking, spending time together. Um... Joy, 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 spending time with family and friends is what we make a point of adding into my dad's life with Parkinson's so that one of the symptoms of depression will not come into his life or face. So we keep friends around is what we do to keep smiles on my dad's face. And my mom and I too, and my friends, uh, I like to record whoever's visiting us for you guys on the previous episodes. You heard my crazy brother, my Uncle Jesse, who else? Lots of friends and family. So this time, my best friend Antonio, he agreed to do a little uh, interview. Only because he loves loves my dad so much. So I will allow you guys to hear my best friend. We were decorating the tree, and I captured him in an interview, which is rare. He almost wanted me to sign some kind of papers. Kidding around. Here he is. Oh, and he just texted me. Oh, sorry about that. I meant to turn that that, uh, texting notification off. But here's my buddy Antonio in an interview, my friends. I am I am here with my brother from another mother. For many, many years, we have been bestest buddies and brother and sister. Antonio, ladies and gentlemen, say hello. Hello. He is visiting us here in Georgia for Thanksgiving. And he comes and visits Grammy and Pop-Pop. Every year, he is decorating the tree. Say hello to the podcast viewers, Tony. Hello, listeners. He's being articulate right now. Tell, we always talk about how family and friends come and visit us uh, with Dad and his Parkinson's. It brings joy to his face when people come. And when Antonio comes, it's laugh, 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 laugh. Tell a joke, Antonio. Come on, you can't do nothing. Tell them how much you love Grammy and Pop Pop. I love Grammy and Pop Pop with all my heart. They are my second family and first, if that makes sense. Yup. He comes every year to get rid of, to get away from folks. But then he does go back to his other loved ones. 
And we thank him. We are running around. We're watching the Thanksgiving parade, Macy's parade in the background. We are cooking and drinking. <laughs> and this is what it's all about, my friends. Spending time with each other, having joy, joy, joy. Food is cooking. He's talking about my macaroni and cheese. And give me some compliments on my macaroni and cheese, Tony. It's the best macaroni and cheese. I do my best to try to mimic it every year, and I don't come close. Although he did try to say it looked like soup. Just a little. But that was just a jokey joke. So we are out. Have a wonderful holiday, friends. Say bye, Tony. Bye. That's my dear, dear friend. He uh, comes every year, and it is tradition that he puts the Christmas decorations outside. Gloria, my mom, likes her little lit-up candles and trees and wreaths in front of the door. He puts the Christmas tree up, and that's our tradition, that he does that every uh, Thanksgiving. And um, so thankful to him that he agreed to to uh, let you guys hear uh, him talking about just us keeping up the fun, fun, fun. And I have another treat. Um, I have a, um, another recording, interview. Uh, I mentioned this uh, in past episodes. In the evening, Mom, Dad, and I have a quick prayer and devotional time. Before we go to bed, it gives my mom... It gives my dad a more peaceful sleep. One of the symptoms of Parkinson's patients is uh, they can have a tendency to have a restful sleep if you don't keep that in check. But our neurologist has helped us with some medications at light. So at night, so um, a while ago we uh, started having these devotional times, and it, it it really helps him to have a more peaceful sleep and my dad is a retired reverend and it helps my mom and I too so we've been doing this for a long time now um we have a little prayer and we um added singing <coughs> excuse me a spiritual hymn or song and um we love it so I recorded us singing another song for you guys which I did in some other episodes but uh, listeners tend to like it so I recorded us again my dad seems to love this every night we have our prayer time so here are my mom dad and I singing a quick hymn for you guys another little quick interview here you go at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my and now I 
We got a lot of critics in the chorus. There we are, me, mom, and dad singing. Every night we sing something, and uh, you heard me mention the critics. It was kind of funny because uh, we tried to sing Silent Night, the three of us, but I thought it was okay. There was some uh, little funny bits where it didn't sound as good, I guess, and my mom is a singer as well. And she was like, I don't like that. Uh, don't, don't. I don't like the Silent Night. That's why I was like, all right, critics. So we went with the easy at the cross hymn. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And I always like to share our experiences with what we learned. I talked some episodes about how I read an article, I believe, on Michael J. Fox's, one of his uh, brochures that, he puts out on different information to help us all. And it was how protein is not a friend of the medic Parkinson's medication, Cordoba Levodopa. That is the, we call the yellow pill because we get it, when we get it, it's yellow. My dad's Parkinson's medication. And it is key to have this Parkinson's medication to absorb on an empty stomach. So it really gets into the Parkinson's patient's body. And the article was on protein. And the article mentioned to, for the Parkinson's ba patient to start the day with less, 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 less protein as possible. Doesn't mean no protein all day. But what we've learned recently for my dad is we just give him a light, light uh, breakfast. If we in the past, we were giving him eggs, which is protein, milk in his coffee, and we did notice some wobbly legs. So I uh, read that article about the less protein. So I started just giving him fruit and a light little something, uh, like fiber one, fiber one bars. He likes those. And he tends to not have any wobbly legs. Well, the other day, my mom, dad, and I decide to go to Cracker Barrel and have breakfast. So we got up about we were there at like 8, between 8 and 8.15, and then I thought, oh, my goodness, I forgot about the no protein. Now, how was I going to tell my dad, uh, you can't have any eggs or anything? He loves going out for breakfast. The joy on his face when we get up and go. So I was like, oh, man, I totally forgot. We usually, lately, we'll go for brunch around lunchtime and have a breakfasty thing at Cracker Barrel. And I totally forgot. I was like, let's get up. And they were like, oh, that would be awesome. Let's go. And as we're leaving, I'm like, oh, can I tell the guy? No eggs, no coffee. So I said, okay, Tia, he's going to have wobbly legs. The neurologist I talked to months ago agreed that it seems as though protein cancels the Parkinson's medication. Her words. It literally cancels it. So I was like, okay, he's going to have wobbly legs. We've, we've experimented with this protein thing for breakfast and not letting that the medication absorb. And so I just got his walker, which he never uses hardly ever. I just put it in the trunk of the car, and he had fried steak. He had biscuits. He had two cups of coffee with half a half. He had eggs. He had grits. I was like, this guy will not stop. <laughs> he was enjoying it. Mom and I were eating, drinking coffee. 
So I, I was like, okay. I just went to the car and got his little walker to hold on to. And, uh, yeah, he had wobbly legs immediately as we got up. But he held, he didn't fall or anything. He held on to his walker. and But he enjoyed himself. And I was like, see, guys, see? And today uh, we're back to fruit and no wobbly legs. Another uh another um is profound it, it you can't deny the proof is in the pudding and uh less protein for breakfast the rest of the day lunch and dinner he's totally fine but we start the day with a light light fruit and hardly no we give him tea now not even coffee with milk because he won't do he doesn't want black coffee if he do black coffee but he does not like that so we're just giving him a tea for breakfast, and he tends to have really strong legs. So there's your proof, my friends. Less protein. Michael J. Fox's article was correct, 100%. It is not, protein is not a fan of the, of the medication. It's not a fan. There is um, some information for you guys. So now we like to share um, uh, recipes because I always talk about family and friends. Cooking brings our family together with love and joy. We're always in the kitchen cooking something. Uh, when Antonio was here, he requested a cake, and we did red velvet cake, and it was gone in no time. And uh, so I said, okay, I'll sneak behind my mom's back and share red velvet cake. It's my mom's famous red velvet cake. Here are the ingredients, friends. One half cup of sugar. One third cup of oil. I'm sorry, a third, one cup and three fourths cup of oil. Again, a cup and three fourths cup of oil. Two eggs. Two and a half cups of flour. One teaspoon of baking flour. Baking soda. Sorry. One teaspoon of baking soda. One teaspoon of salt. One cup of buttermilk. That's the key to this recipe. One teaspoon of vanilla. One ounce of red food color. One teaspoon of vin vinegar. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Now, a lot of recipes, red velvet recipes, you'll see has cocoa in it. In, in, in. We don't do that recipe. Again, a lot of red velvet cakes have, uh, have uh, cocoa. Uh, my mom, she grew up, I don't know if it's true or not, but she always told me that th the traditional Red velvet cake is the recipe with no cocoa. And that's what this recipe is. We do not do the recipe with the cocoa in it, cocoa powder. Here is what you do. You cream sugar and oil together. Add eggs and mix well. Now you're going to do your dry ingredients. Sift your flour and your salt. Have that on the side, your flour and your salt, sift, sift the flour and the salt and the baking soda. 
sift that, have that on a plate on the side. So you've creamed your sugar and your oil. You have your flour and your salt and baking soda on the side. Add vanilla and coloring to your to your uh your uh creamy cream your sugar your sugar and oil. I'm gonna go back. You cream your sugar and oil. And you're gonna add um your okay, let's back up. Cause I, I'm a I'm a baker, but to um we just do the steps. So I'm trying to not go ahead of myself for you guys who don't cook. So let me go back. Sift your flour, your baking soda, your salt. Sift that on a plate, your dry ingredients. People who know how to cook, they know that, but their people don't know how to cook. So I need to go back. Take your buttermilk, pour your buttermilk in your cup of buttermilk in your cup, in a, in a, in a, um, Pour your teaspoon of vanilla in that buttermilk, okay? Take your teaspoon of vinegar, pour that in the buttermilk. So you got buttermilk and your vanilla's in there and your vinegar's in there. This is what my mom, this the recipe didn't really tell you that, but that's what I'm telling you how we do it. And don't forget you're going to get your pans. We pour our mixture, have a eight inch or nine pans spray with a lightly oil spray your uh, round pans two round pans spray with some pam oil you know the spray pan spray oil and i like to take a sprinkling of flour onto the in the pan with the oil and you know uh, shake that all around that's what we do the recipe doesn't say do that but i'm telling you so you go back now, you've got your, your flour set aside, your cup of buttermilk set aside with your, vin with your vinegar and your vanilla in the buttermilk, setting aside, waiting. Let's go back now, cream your sugar and your oil. Cream it in the mixture. Add to your creamy sugar and oil, add one egg. Mix it some. Add the egg. You're doing one egg at a time. It's better, light. It'll be a light, better, uh, it'll be a better cake. It'll be light with one egg at a time. So you do your one egg, my friends. Mix, 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 mix. Then you do your second egg. Mix, 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 mix into the creamy sugar and oil. Now, you're going to do what we call alternating the flour and the buttermilk to this creamy oil mixture and egg mixture, okay? So you're going to first start with the flour mixture. I don't know, it's what the old sisters do, and you have a better cake. So you pour a little bit of flour in the creamy mixture. Mix, 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 mix. Then you pour a little bit, of butter, little bit of the buttermilk mixture into the mixture. So you're doing a little bit of flour, then a little bit of buttermilk, a little bit of each at a time until you're finished. Uh, you're you you you're finished with the buttermilk. There's no more buttermilk left. It's in the mix in the mixture, and then uh, for some reason, my mom always said you want to end with the floured mixture. 
So that's what I've been doing. It probably doesn't matter, but that's what the old girls say to do. So your last thing that you're alternating with, with should be your sifted flour. It's all in the mix, mix mixer. Everything's all mixed up. It's ready to go. Then you add your red food coloring. One ounce. One ounce is usually the red one bottle that you buy at the store. It's a red food coloring. Usually that one bottle is one ounce. Pour that red food coloring in there. Mix, mix, mix. You have the most beautiful batter. You have your pans waiting. Your eight inch or nine inch round pan. Pour your batter in there to try to get both pans to have equal amount, equal amount of, of uh, batter. We like to take the batter and go just lift your pan up like gently and go bang, bang, bang. My mom does that to get uh, potholes out, holes out of the cake. It might not work, but that's what we've been doing for years. And that's what you do. Bake for 350 for, uh, it doesn't say down here, but I know you bake for, after 35 minutes, check, take a toothpick in the middle, gently open the oven, check to see, put the toothpick in the middle. If no, no batter comes out on your toothpick, uh, your cakes are done. 35 or 40 minutes, depending on the heat of your oven. Now you're going to make a cream cheese icing. One stick of butter for one Okay, I'll do, that's one batch, so I'm going to give you the directions for two batches. Two sticks of soft butter in a mixture. Mix that up, mix it up, mix it up. If you do one stick of butter, that's one batch. I, I tend to use two, two batches of cream cheese icing. So two sticks of soft butter. Let it get soft all day. Let it sit out. A teaspoon of vanilla. Pour into your soft butter. Mix, 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 mix butter, vanilla. Two sticks of cream cheese. Soft. Mix that in with your butter. And now you need your confection sugar to go into this mixture. I would do, uh, get a box. I would do four cups of confection sugar. You can start with two cups, three cups. People don't want a lot of sugary. So do three cups of confection sugar. Mix that in with your butter and cream cheese and take a taste with a spoon. And you may say, okay, it needs to be a little sweeter. So I would say four cups. Um, I tend to use four cups of confection sugar. You'll taste it. It's going to be so good. You got two layers of cakes. You put your cream cheese icing in the on the layer and put your assemble your cake and ice in your cake. You're welcome, my friends. I will end. I gave you last time cranberry sauce. I'll do it again because everybody loved it. Homemade cranberry sauce. Go buy your bag of cranberry sauce, my friends. I'm not sorry. Bag of cranberries. You're making cranberry sauce. Um Get a bag of cranberries, one bag, and the recipe's on the back, but we do differ a little bit from the recipe. That makes it so good. You want one cup of water in a saucepan. You're going to crank that top of the oven on high and let the uh, pour the cranberries into one cup of water. And uh, 
put the oven on like medium heat, you will start to see the water boil. You will start to notice the cranberries are going pop, 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 pop. The cranberries are busting open, my friends. That's good stuff. The recipe says one cup of sugar. That's fine if you like it like that. People fight over my cranberry sauce. I use two, at least two and a half cups of sugar. Once the cranberries start busting, pour a cup of sugar in there. Stir. Stirring is the key as it's boiling and the cranberries are busting. Stir in your cup of sugar. Then put a second cup of sugar. You maybe only want two cups. Again, the recipe says one cup, but you might like it like that. I put at least two cups and maybe a little more after the two cups. And it's so good. As you're adding your sugar, keep stirring, 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 stirring. Stirring the, the, the water and the cranberries are boiling. And be careful with your heat. You might want to turn it down a little bit because you have to keep stirring. Uh, the more it heats up, the thicker you'll notice your cranberry and sugar will get. It won't be thick like mud uh, at first. But you want to stir, stir, stir for a good, once you add your sugar for a good five minutes, turn it down a little and keep stirring. Then take your cranberry sauce off the heat and let it simmer down some, the, the, the pot. And we always put it, pour it in a bowl when you can stand the heat. Let it, let it cool off some so you don't burn yourself. And uh, pour it in a bowl. Put it in the refrigerator. The longer it's in the refrigerator, the thicker it gets. Beautiful red velvet cake and cranberry sauce. Cooking together, spending time together. The holidays is what we do. With my dad's Parkinson's and my mom and I, three of us together, joy, 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 joy. And a positive attitude is how we uh, keep going and enjoy each other. Friends and family will be here. You guys have a wonderful, happy holidays and happy Hanukkah, a merry, merry Christmas, and thanks for listening. Please subscribe, please, 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 and uh, thanks for listening. Please enjoy the music. Music.